welcome cadets and captains to another episode of M-Class Podcast. I'm Jeff. Awooga! I'm Josh. Werewolves of London, Josh is here. <laughs> it's Grover. Werewolves of London. Yeah, there it is, there it is. Uh, you know, we are... Uh, we're heading towards the end of other Jeff's Days of Future Past collection. This man. has been a great collection. This is a good-ass collection. I would like to slob the knob of other Jeff for a slob minute. Slob on just my knob. Like corn on the cob. <laughs> yeah, with butter, just sideways eating it like butter. Yeah. 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 yeah that's how you do it, right? <laughs> you stick the whole thing in your mouth and pull it out, and it's it's like a fish bones. Yeah. That's how I eat most of my food. <laughs> It's a little weird when I eat the sandwich and a bone comes out, but... Yeah, like a hot dog. Pizza like, bone? Yeah. The, like, you still have the bun, but the the fish bones are in the bun. That's really weird. Well, what I do when I eat the pizza is I shove the whole pizza in my head, and the middle of my head is just shaped like a pizza until I swallow. Oh, right, right. <laughs> and then it goes into wherever, right? It goes into my stomach, and my midsection's shaped like a pizza for a while. Oh, yeah, like... Just for until the scene changes. That's why you can't eat cheese. Yeah. It's shaped like cheese. <laughs> I, my head is shaped like cheese. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what now, the fuck are you, we talking about? Now, you know us as the internet's number one and number two Star Trek The Next Generation reviewers. Yeah, I don't know who's number two, but okay. And as... Uh, th- this is the first time ever we're going to be branching out from TNG. We're going to be talking about uh, <laughs> Star Trek... Deep Space Nine. I think it was one at a similar time or whatever. Did I have to see the first Deep Space Eights to know what's going on? I turned it on and Picard was black? <laughs> and he had hair? What the fuck? What the hell? He he cut his hair like that on purpose? <laughs> Mott, what are you doing? Mott, don't ever go... Look, I'm going to be racist for <laughs> Bullions don't have hair, but they're the best barbers. <laughs> I guess, like, you would be if, like, you didn't have the constraints of hair, right? Like, you would see hair in a different light. I I want to reference something, but there's no way you have any fucking reference point for it. That's okay. I don't have a reference point for lots of things. <laughs> I'm still alive. There's a... T- technically, there's a TikTok uh, thing, like, a thing on TikTok every now and then where I'll see barbers from some unknown country that isn't America. Yes, I, yes, I've and seen And they these. will put this, like, plasticine shit yeah. on people's heads and shapes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Mott the Barber does, man. He's like, yeah. fucking, let's sculpt you a volcano on top we've of this never, shit. We've never, you know, they don't use scissors. We've and moved past the scissors. Fucking Picard's like, just a little off the side, please. And Mott's like, let me put this goop on your head. Let me make a ice sheet on top of your head and put skaters on it. What are you Mr. doing? Mr. Mott, do you still do bikini lines? I'm going to Riza. <laughs> he did a bad job. If he does bikini lines. A Mr. bad job. Mr. Mott, can you do my asshole again? Mr. Mott, can you please add more hair to my bikini line? <laughs> I'm going to rise her. <laughs> Chicks love hairy balls. Uh, contrary to whatever the fuck we were just talking about, this is a very serious episode of Star Trek we're talking about today. Yeah, we D- gotta get the jokes in early. Deep Space Nine Season 3, Episode 11, Past Tense, Part 1. I always forget how early on this is in the show. Season 6 Rel- for this. Relatively. 
Season three. Yeah, I was looking in season six, and I was like, where is it? And yeah. I, I had to look at the collection thing on mclasspodcast.com. That's how I do it. And uh, I was like, season three? Yeah, I remember it's early. Riker's a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Scotty's Irish? Slightly different? This is so slightly different. I can't wrap my brain around this. Well, she... <laughs> 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 uh, this episode is uh, known far and wide for how incredibly prescient it was. Yeah, and I now that we're here, how... yeah, goddamn, was it prescient? It's pretty fucking uncanny. Yeah. Like, like there, uh, security guards don't dress like Ghostbusters. But besides that, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, and I guess like we don't like have technically like caged off ghettos well no like the sanctuary zones uh are the people in charge of uh, our government and our well-being care even less about the problem of homelessness joblessness being poor yeah they than the people in yeah. this horrible dystopian future did because they don't even give those people a place to live the, the they part, just put spikes on benches in cities instead. the part where like um they they're walking through at the sanctuary at first and like i was like this is i've seen this like i've seen yeah. this in philly right these, like, these are the shanty towns that yeah. pop up all yeah over. i've seen this under underpasses and yeah shit. yeah like it's fucking insane and those places are just full of people whose lives took one wrong turn yeah and they don't deserve that shit they don't deserve it at all um, this episode was written by ira stephen bear and robert hewitt wolf the three name gang Damn, uh, I don't think I have to give them too many, uh, too much of an introduction. They're they're two of the architects of Deep Space Nine and TNG. Before this, they they've written like forty five, fifty episodes. Uh, Is Iris Stephen Bear the guy who looks like he was in Primus? Um, <laughs> or is that? Yes, that's him. Okay. That is absolutely that's him. Right? him. Hugo Award-winning Iris Stephen Bear, bassist for Primus. Less Claypool Bear. <laughs> My man wrote... Uh, let's see how many episodes of Star Trek he wrote. Uh, 56. That's it? I feel like it's way more than that, but I guess that's a lot. Um, I mean, I wrote 57, but <laughs> I was Jesus counting. fucking rich masters over here. <laughs> and uh, Robert Hewitt Wolf wrote 38 episodes of Star Trek. Get so with it, Wolfie. We've talked about... Uh, also, somebody needs to update this fucking memory alpha. Wolf is now a producer and writer on Elementary. That's the last entry. Elementary? It's like... Ten years ago, Yeah, buddy. that was a long time ago, Memory Alpha. <laughs> uh, interestingly uh, ooh, enough... Robert Hewitt Wolf's a lot. <laughs> we, uh, let's start over. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Josh. I, uh, hi, I'm Jeff, and I've got a problem. What's your problem? His name is Josh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let me get out my firing papers. <laughs> papers now? Shit. It's the 24th. First century? Yeah. Uh, 2024. Everything's got papers. You gotta show your papers to get in this sanctuary That's district. true. Um, this episode was directed uh, by Reza Badia, who uh, was uh, uh, was born in Iran and came to America seeking the sort of, like, American dream of becoming, like, a movie director. Yeah. 
and uh, he sort of he apparently uh, fell in love with TV directing because it let him do something different every day. That's cool. Because I mean, a- he he directed a lot of shit: Mission Impossible, Manic, Six Million Dollar Man, Rockford Files, Hawaii Five O, Incredible Hulk, Cagney and Lacey, Falcon's Crest. What the fuck is that? You don't know Falcon's Crest? It's uh, is that Birdman? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's about Birdman, and he has to find the Maltese Falcon, if, uh, if I remember uh, correctly. Okay. Baywatch, Knott's Landing, Jake and the Fat Man, that, Superboy, and of course, Sliders. Dude, <laughs> fuck yes! This dude was we all over do, the place. We should do a one-off Sliders. Like, we should do the just, first episode Just for of Patreon, we should do yeah, Sliders. yeah. Because um, I would love we did to see fucking how... Space goes coast to coast for a hot second. We could do sliders. <laughs> yeah, we could do sliders, dude. I bet that show is terrible. There's now. no way it holds up. No, there's, there's no, like, way. no way. John Reese Davies, though, man, that's crazy. It's true, and um, and Rand kept uh, uh, Commander, Commander Ransom. Ransom. Yeah, I never hear him as I, I uh, dude. I couldn't tell you what Jerry O'Connell sounds no. like. No. And he's doing a voice yeah. for Ransom as well. I just know that he got uh, warts in the shower from college. All I know about him <laughs> is that he is Rebecca Romaine's husband now. X. Oh, now? They're still together? Yeah. Well, she used to be Rebecca Romaine's Samos. Stamos, yeah, and then man. they divorced, and then she got together with Jerry O'Connell, and they've been together for like 15 Yo, years, Rebecca years. Romaine, yup. Agreed. Number one, number one in my heart. Number one and number two. What? Number three. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Badia uh, directed five episodes of Deep Space Nine, and all of them are bangers. Oh yeah. Civil Defense, one. Past Tense Part One, Life Support, Visionary, and Paradise Lost. Oh yeah. Well, they kind of like. They all kind of have a theme. They all hint like they. This episode hints at uh, Paradise Lost. It's true. There's the. All of them have at least a little bit of the idea of fighting to stop a utopia from becoming a dystopia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty sick. Uh, pretty cool. I mean, I don't. I I would like to get to the utopia f- for at least uh, five minutes and see what that's like. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think that's gonna happen in our lifetimes. But I mean, uh, what the if kids I'm though... not gonna have can enjoy it. <laughs> My drain babies are gonna <laughs> that's what... sock kids. <laughs> Daddy, it's the sock puppy. Oh no! Tell um, me about the dark times, father. You mean all of them? My whole life? <laughs> the Defiant is going to Earth. Uh, you see it, the moon, you know it's Earth. They're going to the annual Starfleet Symposium on the current situation in the Gamma Quadrant. Uh, Everyone's oh, like snoring and bubbles are coming out of their nose like yeah. in a Japanese video game. Yeah. And uh, Cisco's like, oh, I love the planet Earth. It's so beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah. And Dax is like, those oceans should be more fucking purple, bitch. Yeah, she was like, not like, purple enough. Kira's like, oceans are green, dum-dums. What are you talking about? Idiots. It's the light reflecting off of the... Fu- God damn it, idiots. We're Dumb a science dumbs. ship. <laughs> when Dax said that the seas could be more purple, I was like, nah, I wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Whatever the... 
Whatever you fucking want, Dax. I'm fine with it. Looks purple to me or blue. <laughs> it looks purple. I see that all the time. That's probably blue or purple. Yeah, or purple. <laughs> that's so weird. Uh, I can tell most of the time. No, that's a lie. I can tell about half the time. Let's say that. <laughs> that's about normal, I think. For... It, de- it depends on how much red there is in the purple. Like, if there's a decent amount of red in the purple, I can tell every time. What does it look... I guess I can't really ask you that, since it... I have no reference. Um, like, blue and... It just looks like a different shade of blue, okay. if it's too close to... If there's I like, not enough red. I, I saw a video of, Because there's, like, like, a million shades of blue. Yeah, I saw, like, a video of, like, people, like, diving with these markers to show you how color works, right? Like, underwater. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought of colorblindness. It seemed similar, like... Like, the blues became, like, browns almost. You, they couldn't really tell. Uh, well, I like, I don't have a frame of reference for being, like, right. actually colorblind either. Like, I just have, like, a slight... Like, when I do those tests with all the bubbles, yeah, I get about half of those. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I'm, like, mi- moderately, mildly so only, to moderately colorblind. So you're only half a freak, is what you're saying. Yeah. I'm only half a mutant. I'm well, only half good. ready for the Xavier school. Well, good thing we're going to give you that test and put you in with the dims in the sanctuary district. It's where I belong, baby. Can't fucking see. It's where I fucking belong. <laughs> Color, colorblindness isn't uh, much of a hindrance to everyday life, but it is the only thing that you're born with that people love to make fun of right to your face. Yeah, it's, it's the only it's thing. It's acceptable make fun Nobody's of. like, hey, hey, one leg. What's it like having one leg? I can't I wrap my brain around hey, it. Hey, hop along. <laughs> really, like, people, people aren't normally like Josh and they're pieces of shit. Yeah. People usually... <laughs> Like, wait. The, I feel like people are, are coiled like a fucking rattlesnake waiting for me to make a mistake when I point something out as a color. Because it's like they fucking leap at me. That's weird because, like, I don't know, like, you and Nick both have it. And, like, I just, I, I, I with Nick, I've gotten used to, like, he just can't see it. So I don't, I kind of, like, yeah, don't Nick has it way worse it. than Yeah, his is worse. Like, like he, he points out stuff and I'm like, oh, I can tell that that's the yeah. color. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's ever pointed out something being a different color, and I agreed with it. So I think he has like way worse than I do. Yeah. Um, but it's always it started to become funny again. It, it comes and goes whether it's funny or not. How fast and confused people are when I'm like, "Hey, could you hand me that like purple thing right there?" And they're like, "That's blue." Yeah. Huh? I, did you did you after would you ever just be like can you just hand me that thing like I would I would say like no color if, if I was colorblind I would never reference colors uh, I I try like yeah, I'm like I, could you hand me that they're like which one which color oh god because every because color is like <laughs> everybody can yeah. tell color for the most part right right it's so, also super relative there are people who aren't colorblind who think greens look yellows and shit you know like yeah. who knows right well i ran into that with with you for the first time in my life where like i said that um also the colors on my screen were fucked up at the time thankfully i fixed that because that was just could you imagine i couldn't tell the colors were kind of fucked up on my computer yeah, screen. you didn't know yeah that was what the thing that made me check is i was talking this has nothing to do with star trek it's fine they get it, they get we, it. we were on Skype and like your icon looked like bright yellow to me, but it was actually bright green. Yeah. And uh I was and when like you laughed at me about it, of course. I was like 
<laughs> I was like, oh my god, did I get more colorblind? I don't have that problem. Oh, and it yeah. turned out my my like green was set way high on my screen. Fucking green, you fucking idiot! That's what I said, I remember. Or my green was set real low, anyway. It, which is funny, because I looked back at some of the art that I'd made, and I was like, no wonder people were like, really cool choices on color here. Because they were, like, kind of wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's no wrong color. Um, Which is what brings us into this episode. Yeah, well, we were talking a little bit about that last night, that, and we'll get to it in this episode, but, like, uh, whether it was intentional or not, and yeah. I think at the time it wasn't intentional. Yeah, I agree. This, this episode is an incredible look into white privilege. Because yeah, I think it was. I think it was by accident. I don't see. I, them. I think it was because like women would have it easier in this hard labor world at the time, which is I, a wild thing to think. But I it feels that, very nineties. Yeah. That could that. that could be it. I thought maybe it was more because like. They wanted to have the alien be the one who experiences like the wealth, right? That could be true. She uh, she doesn't understand this time period yes. of Earth or what humans were like right. before the Federation, and this may be like the window into it. Yeah. But whether they meant it or not, like she's the only white member who gets sent right. back in time, and she ends up with like the affluent side of society, even though they found her in the exact same situation yeah. as they found the black and brown guy. Even worse, because they were, she was sleeping in the subway. Yeah, like, they were on the street, but, like, she was in the subway uh, walkway where everybody would be walking. Yeah, they frown upon that in, in the cities. Yeah, they do. Don't shelter here. We, we don't care where you go. Yeah, where am I supposed to shelter? You need to die. Uh, have is you thought about, like, is. pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and fucking being rich? Yeah, why don't you just born with generational wealth, idiot? It's a San Francisco. How hard could it be to be wealthy here? Uh, well, for Dax, it's pretty easy, actually. <laughs> well, she plays it really cool. Like yeah, She does, in a way that makes uh, Cisco and Bashir seem like idiots. Yeah, well, they kind of are. I mean, Bashir definitely is like, I'm gonna fight everybody! <laughs> yeah, Bashir's ready to fucking yeah. fist fight, man. He and wants Cisco's, it. Cisco's like, bro, sh fucking shut the fuck up. By the time the fight breaks out, he's had fists at his side for the whole, like, 24 yeah. hours before that. Yeah. He hates waiting in line. He hates bureaucracy. I know that. Which yeah. is amazing because he's a doctor. I mean. It's true. He makes people. Well, I guess in the future there probably isn't much of a waiting no, room situation. It takes five minutes to fucking fix a shoulder. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, boop, you're done. Probably doesn't do anything all day. Probably just I, I was just thinking, that, what does Bashir do all day? I guess he plays squash, right? Yeah, I guess he like does his own tests, like research and shit. Because yeah. what Bones did all day was sit in his office alone and drink. Yeah, like, well, they show that on TOS all the time. That was back when, like, that's what dudes did in the real world. Right? Like they, they, every time they cut to Bones in the lab, like, when no one's in there, he's drinking. I can't believe, like... <laughs> man, can you believe, he's like... He's on duty! Whatever. <laughs> he's a doctor! Yeah, like, you can't drink. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, where the fuck were we? We were at Earth. The oceans are purple. This is such an incredible episode, and we are not giving it the time and air it needs. No, we'll give it. We'll, yeah, we'll get to it. It's gonna well, the beginning serious. of it is kind of whatever. It's It hangs yeah. as something in order to get our characters back where they need to go. Right. 
Um, although there is a really great moment where um, uh, Quark calls in. And he's like, yeah. he's beating around the bush that Grand Nagus wants a favor from uh, from Cisco. Cisco, and Cisco starts quoting the rules of acquisition back at him, yeah. and Quark is like psyched about. It. He's like, yes, <laughs> yeah. His his vagina is getting so hard. He's like, mm, at the my, thought of <laughs> my ear, my lobes are hard. Is that how that works? Yeah. <laughs> My lobes are extra dangly. <laughs> Rule of acquisition number 111, treat people in your debt like family. Exploit, Exploit them. them. Yeah. And rule of uh, the 217. Rule of 217, you can't free a fish from water. Yeah, so y- you got to... You gotta ask something that I can do, right? Yeah, exactly. I, can, yeah, I can't. I can't change the the rules. <laughs> but uh, Cisco, Dax, and Bashir get on the smallest transporter pad ever made. The Defiant, not a lot of big stuff on the Defiant. No, and uh, the whole time I was wondering, like, what if you needed to send four people down? Do you got to do it one three batch one one? <laughs> yeah, you gotta. You pull the short straw. You gotta go last. Which could be good if there's a problem like there is today, yeah. right? Like, and I think all the time about like people who are afraid of using the transporter in the mm-hmm. in the show. I think uh, people in real life make up a lot of reasons why they would be afraid that yeah. don't connect to the subject material at all. Yeah, but um, people in the show that are afraid have a basis, man, because people are, like, being shunted to different fucking, dimi- the evil dimension. Yeah, people are getting get, yeah. shunted back in time. They're I making mean, two Rikers. Price, it's the price you pay for instantaneous travel, baby. They're making two Rikers, and one of them isn't even a lady? You get a... <laughs> you get a free twin brother out of it. I don't want that. What if it was me? What if I was your twin brother? You're going back in the transporter, Josh. Shit. <laughs> I'm sending you back down to the nightmare electric planet. Going to the fucking evil world where fucking Discovery is in charge. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the evil dimension. <laughs> where Star Trek Discovery is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, but they uh, beam them out, and they don't arrive where they sent. And, and spaghettios. O'Brien's like, it's like we filled the transporter with too much air. Yeah. They should be there. Where Where are they? Where do they go? Dun, dun, dun. And then the theme plays, and it's cool every time. That's the one. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Cisco and Bashir are uh, laying on face down on the pavement as unconvincingly as I've ever seen yeah, two they, people lay on the ground. They don't. They never like laid on the ground unconscious. <laughs> and two of the C, like the C team Ghostbusters, show up with shotguns. The guy whose name I don't know, who's in every fucking thing. He's oh in god, um, everything. I know, I know his name, but I don't know his name. I'm looking it up. Do it. Do it. Do something good for the show and like me, please. Past tense part one IMDB. Uh, Dick Miller? Is that his name? I think his name is Dick Miller. Uh, I'm looking... This is good audio. Dick um, Miller. Yeah, it's oh, him. Oh, fuck! I was right! You got it. 
Vindication. He's in. He's the pawn shop dude in Terminator, which he's he's in yeah. every horror movie ever he, made in the eighties and nineties. He's in yeah. He's in. He's so in Chopping much. Mall. He might be dead. Is he dead? I think he's dead. No, he's not dead. Uh, Look, we know we went through the Lupe debacle. Okay. No, he's not. Never mind. I lied. That was uh, the other guy. <laughs> other white guy who's dead. <laughs> There's only one. Yeah. Every other white guy continued to live. It's the Yakubian roots. <laughs> he was in Clueless? Oh, the TV series. Oh, okay. Okay. I can't believe that they made the TV series with the exact same cast except... Uh, Share, share, because she was too big, right? Yeah, and then she did Batman and Robin, and pfft, right down the toilet, yeah, that career she was, went. She was like on fire for yeah, a while. Yeah, she was. There. She was on the hood of that car in the Aerosmith video, and then yeah. everything went up for. Her. I'm crying because I met you, <laughs> and I'm tired because I met you. Uh, but. The two guys poke them with shotguns. Yeah, they just carry shotguns around, which is pretty cool. N- no, um, <laughs> it was like when I went to Times Square. Like, there were people with shotguns there. There were dudes with fucking like AR-15s, and I was like, oh shit, Jesus fuck, was this? Uh, this happened to be January sixth by this, any chance? This happens to be anytime you go to Times Square now. They just have cops wow. with fucking ARs there. Oh, now. cops. Okay, yeah. never. No, mind. not yeah, it wasn't people. I thought it was just regular people. For some reason, cops having them is way worse to me. Yeah, it's more, um, yeah, way more dangerous. License to kill. <laughs> uh, just like James Bond. More like Lames Bond. Who is that guy anyway? Every time I see a photo of him, he looks different. La 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 la. We're off to it. This is a show today. This I'm sorry, a- everybody. I had a really bad morning, and I'm just being goofy. I'm being a silly guy for it's a while. Right. This is a very, very upsetting episode. Yes. But, uh, I mean, the one guy wants to go home to his wife and child because he's tired. And the older guy's like, what are you, an anarchist? What are you, a socialist anarchist? Uh, what else? He's like, there's laws against sleeping in the streets, even if you are wearing matching pajamas. (laughs) But they don't have any form of ID. Calls it logo, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. He's like, we don't use that here in 2024 yet. I guess we have until August. <laughs> August 31st. September 1st. Yeah, August 30th is when they arrive. That's when they arrive, yeah. Um, but he's Bashir's like, where's Starfleet headquarters? He's like, oh, God, we have a couple of dims here. Oh which apparently boy. means mentally challenged people, like people with mental problems, which yeah. is a wild thing to be an official title, but... Yeah, the lady later is like, I don't like to use the word, but, you know, uh, I don't care because life sucks. And I was yeah. like, I feel that, dude. I don't like to I don't like to use these harsh words, but I do. But I do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Cisco's like, uh, they're like, we need to take him to the sanctuary disca- district. And Cisco's like, oh, shit. Yeah, he, now he knows where they are. And Julian's like, I don't know shit about history, um, or I'm pretending I don't. Yeah, one or the other. One of these. But if he's pretending, way to fucking jeopardize yeah. the lives of the people around you so you can keep up the act. Yeah, way to sell it, too. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but he's like, what year is it? And the younger guy says what we all say when someone asks that in 2024. We say, it's the same year it was yesterday. Yeah, these dudes are a little, these dudes are a little like 1930s for, yeah. you know, calling it logo. Yeah, it's very 30s. And they yeah. like, uh, they push him away towards the sanctuary district with their guns. And the camera pans down and Dax is still unconscious in the subway. And yeah. I, I guess I, I had, I came to understand, even though no one points it out, that uh, Bashir and Cisco were robbed. That's why they don't have their com badges any longer. Oh, they just, ha- yeah, yeah. So now someone's walking around with two fucking com badges from like twenty three eighty. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Who gives a shit, yeah. right? As long as they don't take it apart, I guess. <laughs> uh. A guy comes up to Sleeping Beauty Dax in uh, the subway, but stops when she notices him, which is, like, a little weird, but whatever. Um, He should have been like, hello. (laughs) You know, like a normal person, but instead he was, like, creep, creep, Well, he's a fucking, he's like a Elon Musk-esque, like, like, corporate shell Bro yeah, dude, absolutely. Right? Yeah, and like, like he's he's trying to play it off like he's a better guy than he is. Yes, which I well. think is genius. Yeah, and like, yes. it's it's fairly obvious that he's trying to fuck Dax. Yeah, he is wants, why he's playing yeah. this version of it because he sees her markings and thinks they're tattoos and thinks she's got an anarchist bent. So he's playing that up himself, which is funny because like, what? <laughs> Like anarchist, like like punks, like like punk rock. Is that where they're going? He talks about how, which was really fucking funny. Yeah. He talks about how he had a full sleeve tribal tattoo Samoan in the 90s, tribal tattoo. like everyone yeah. did. Yeah, like everyone did. <laughs> and he had to have it removed when he went straight lace. Yeah, and he and he said, you know, I got it because you know I did it for the nookie, the the cookie. <laughs> Yeah, so you can take that cookie and shove it up your yeah. Yeah. And Dax is like... That's a good reference. People get this, right? Dax is like, what? (laughs) But uh, he's like, did you get jacked? Which is a term we use today. Yeah, we say that. And she's like, what? And he's like, did you get robbed? Did did they take your credit chips and ID? And she's like, oh... And she's smart about it. Unlike Cisco and Bashir, she's like, oh, they took everything but my brooch. Yeah, she's really smart. Cisco and Bashir were like, no, we're from the fucking future, idiot. I'm, I'm future man. Take me to your leader. <laughs> but she's like, I was traveling with some friends and we got separated. And he's like, my name's Chris Brenner. My name's Elon Dusk. Yeah, yeah, Elon Dusk. <laughs> you can come to my office and use my interface terminal, and then you can interface with my dick. With my terminal illness. Wait, oh, no, God, it's not. No, it's wait. not. Uh, you can just hit it with some antibiotics. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's like, uh, my. she's like, my name is Jedzia. And he's like, that's beautiful. Is your name Dutch? Yeah, and she's like, something like that. It's an alien language. It's, I'm a fucking space alien. I have a fucking worm in my belly. <laughs> and he's like, I, I don't get to rescue a damsel in distress every day. Oh, <laughs> I'm no. rich. I'm rich, bastard. <laughs> no, oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> 
This guy is catching strays every episode of the show now. It's, dude, that's what happens when you can't do anything about it. You're all the way across the con- ocean. You're not even on the call yeah. with this you're idiot. Not even, yeah, you're not even here, dummy. <laughs> uh, O'Brien's like, we need to check those Heisenberg compensators. Yeah. Somebody's making meth. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. I don't know why. I don't know either. That was the most obvious joke I could have done. Anyway, I guess neither of us have actually watched I the never show, watched so there it. is yeah, that. I know. Now we're going to hear about that. Uh, uh, don't bring up Lost, and I'm fine. Yeah. It's <laughs> wild how much shit I got for your, your opinions on a show I've never watched. <laughs> uh, What? Battlestar? No, Lost. Wait, did I give you shit for that? No, not from you, from the audience. Oh, oh, I think you like, saved people yourself. People wanted to argue me about it, and no. I was like, I've never seen it. No, you saved yourself a lot of a lot of time. I was too busy those. watching Scrubs, probably. I was too busy time. watching your mama's ass clapping back on my dick. Jesus. <laughs> I forget what show we're doing. Is this Story This Lord? is Story Lord's quality <laughs> material. I don't know. It's Tuesday. It's all it's all fucking the same to me. But uh, <laughs> O'Brien says the Defiance log shows that they re- rematerialize somewhere. Yeah. There's a big OK sign with a, a fucking thumbs up next to it. They good, they got there. Good thing Dax didn't like you know materialize inside the fucking wall of that. Yeah, exactly. Station. It's weird how it didn't work out that way. But then you wouldn't have a story. I guess that's what. Part they, of the they're not going to kill her uselessly for another yeah. few seasons. No, that doesn't happen <laughs> with her until later. <laughs> the only unusual thing was that there was a variance in the annular confinement beam. Oh, God. And it I... was caused by chroniton particles. <laughs> and of course, Damn. fucking. Uh, of course, Kira's like, chroniton particles? That's the look. Like, the time ones. Those are the yeah. time particles. They're lodged in the ab, uh, the ablative armor matrix. Whatever the fuck that means. They have that new armor. She doesn't ask about that. She's like, that's fine. Like, so degauss it. Fucking run yeah, a magnet fucking over de-gauss. it. <laughs> degauss the armor. That's a classic reference. <laughs> Kira plays Solid Snake this whole episode. <laughs> Chroniton particles. <laughs> Cloaking device. What? Psychomantis. <laughs> Singularity. <laughs> O'Brien's like, we found our first clue, but I don't know what it means. Because this storyline is so superfluous. Like, yeah, this is just like, they need to kind of like figure out where the, where they are. Yeah. But they like he's like, literally like, let me go to my quarters for five minutes and I'll come back and I'll get it. <laughs> Because that's exactly let, what happened. Let me figure this out on screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Bashir and Cisco head to Sanctuary District A. That and one's there, a good one, I think. There are uh, gigantic uh, apartment buildings and streets filled with human beings that no one gives a fuck about. Yeah, it's like a fucking shanty town. There's tents and shit. There's... They're like, this is San Francisco because I got a glimpse of the Golden Gate Bridge on the way here. Uh, Cisco's like, oh, he does. Cisco does say the communicators were stolen. He does. I don't remember that, but okay. We both missed it, I guess. They're like, we need to find Dax and then we need to find a way home. They're very optimistic about their situation at this point. Yeah. um, 
I'd be like shitting my pants if I went if I if like you and I woke up on the street and it was like 1924. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good comparison because uh, in that era, we as white guys would get treated the same as Bashir. Oh, we would be we would be probably like taken to the nearest like I don't know speakeasy and given some victuals. <laughs> Vittles, you mean? The vitriol, victuals, yeah, vittles. The, uh, um, I guess really if they sent us back to, like, 1870. Yeah, there's a point when it would like, be fucked. They'd be like, yeah. these two look Irish. Yeah, they'd be like, I don't know about this. Uh, potato eating. Fucking, <laughs> fucking potato mash drinking. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably better. And then we get um, sent to a place exactly like the Sanctuary District. They, um, they're like, they're stuck here and they don't realize it yet. They don't really realize the grave, the like gravity of the situation until they go inside of the gigantic wall that's around the Sanctuary District, and yeah. they see just people in tents, like trying to survive, like fires in bins. It's like, yeah, it's a homeless shanty town that takes up like. Eight blocks. Yeah, it's like a Mega City One sort of, <laughs> but like not as big. But yeah, like just fuck. Well, up. Mega City One takes up a, like twenty five percent of the Earth's surface, so there is that. I thought it was just the East Coast of America. Uh, that's all the twenty five percent of America. That's the Earth, right? <laughs> you know what? He's right. <laughs> uh, there are other mega cities, is what I'm thinking about. Yeah, that's what all I together think, yeah. they take up twenty five percent of yeah. the Earth's surface, and everything else is fucking desert. That's cool. Um, Can't wait for that. That's the one we're heading towards, I think. That's a real one. (laughs) But uh, Bashir's like, I don't know much about 21st century history. Too depressing. Yeah. I'm like, true. Cisco's like, it's a hobby of mine. And I love that. I love that because this is like like Avery Brooks, like, becoming, like, like the character. Yeah. And there's a little bit of... Avery Brooks in the character yeah. and he keeps infusing more of himself into it. It started when I think way back in season one, it may have been season two when he when, makes the ship with right? Yeah. Yeah. Well he, no, but I was talking about when he has like the African art yes, that he yes, brings yes. into his quarters yes. and starts hanging up. I think that may be season one even yeah. when they start infusing more of Avery Brooks. Mm-hmm. Avery Brooks is uh very deeply emotionally interested in uh, the the struggle from oppression yeah. that not only his people have gone through, although that's like the the struggle of all struggles, right? But that human beings go through on a whole, yeah. So much those so, that are in power, so much so that he like it makes perfect sense that he's the emissary for the Bajorans, right? Yes, like absolutely. they're the same. It's the same stuff going on. Yeah. And they have a conversation about how, like, the horrors of this century paved the way for the utopia that yeah. they live in. And uh, Cisco gives you, like, a little bit of information. By the early 2020s, <laughs> now, <laughs> there is a sanctuary district in every major city throughout the United States of America. Yeah. And, again, I would like Tr- to point out... True. That I would like to point out that we don't have sanctuary districts because the people in charge care even less about this problem and addressing it in any way, shape, or form 
than the monsters who created a walled-in city to put people in. Yeah, I don't know what's worse, really. I and like because it's they're giving in this like they can sort of assuage their guilt a little bit. We're giving them a place to go. Yeah, but it does in turn re- into like a like a prison. Yeah, <laughs> which, absolutely. Which like in it the is real now. world, yeah. In yeah. the real world, we don't give anyone a place to go, but we still right. force them out of cities, out of towns. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so we're yeah. basically we're relegating them to death in the real world. In this world, we're relegating them to basically suffering their whole life the fucking the fucking speech like the the whole this whole scene is amazing like like cisco's like they made some horrible mistakes but they also like like well a lot of what we take for granted started now right like absolutely yeah yeah. and And he like bashir doesn't understand the situation at all he's like what did these people do to deserve this yeah. Uh, like, what crimes did they commit? And Cisco's like, people with criminal records aren't allowed in sanctuaries. Yeah. Uh, and like, he's like, these people what? just didn't have jobs. Yeah. And he, yeah. And later, a little bit later, he's like, some of these people are mentally ill. Yeah. Like, uh, this these is, people need help. This is the, the brilliant, this is such a fucking brilliant episode. Like, the part where he's talking about schizophrenia is 100% true today. Like, yeah, he's like he's talking about like uh, these people need medical attention. They could live long, yeah. happy, fulfilling lives. And uh, Cisco, who doesn't really know a whole lot about medicine, he doesn't. Uh, that's not his focus. The right. way Bashir is says, well, they didn't have the same technologies and medicines right. that we do. Bashir points out they have ways to help people with schizophrenia yeah. in this day and age. Which they like, just choose not to. Which like in in ninety five when this show was made, like. It was, it was treatable. It was more treatable, but te- like today, like now, twenty twenty four, it's yeah. like pretty f- treatable. Like, like almost like if you just take your medicine, you're okay, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, there's always going to be a struggle to right. it or whatever. But right. if you get the help that you need, you right. can live a full life. Yeah. Which how and did they like? How did they? Man, there's sometimes when I'm like, this is this fucking like real? Like, do they know? Like, sometimes with Star Trek, man. The thing that really made me think that is when they talk about the cause of everyone being in the situation is that they can't find jobs. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of a universal thing throughout all downturns in economics and history, but, like, that's exactly where we're at right now. Yeah. Like... If you if you look at my personal Twitter feed, which I don't recommend that it's depressing as fuck these days, <laughs> but if you look at what I'm seeing, it is uh, creative after creative after creative after creative saying uh, I just got fired. The right. company that yeah. just let me go. Like there was a major downsizing yeah. at uh, whatever, like 3D studio, right. cartoon studio, video game studio. Like, thousands of us were let go. And that's just that, like, creative industries. That's right. not even, like, the massive amounts of people who were let go in every other industry in the past few years. Yeah, people just don't have, like, a a, um, a, a purpose. They're not, their purpose yeah. is being taken from them, right? Like, yeah. it makes it's, a it's society the, feel lost. Yeah. yeah it, it's all in the name of, like, quote-unquote progress. Right. The kind of progress that, like, the fucking honky that picks yeah, up Yeah, Chris Diner, Delon Ducks over here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, yeah. he represents that type of right. uh, detached affluence. 
Yeah, literally being above, like, he's up in his fucking skyscraper, right? And it's, uh, it always reminds me of The Matrix, uh, the, uh, uh, Second Renaissance, when, like, the, the lady drops the glass off the, off the balcony, and it falls, and it hits that robot, like, way down below, you know? Yeah, It's, like, the same shit, right? Like, it's, like, the sanctuary districts, uh are away like in real life we just use like the way our media operates and the way our like police operate is how we pretend these problems don't exist right because the police beat them away from our eyesight and the media doesn't report on it right it's just it's it is what it is and and cisco talks about that he's like it's not that they didn't care they just forgot how to care and that's like yeah Man, uh, like, is, is like Bashir says. I don't know what's more horrific, yeah. like not caring or forgetting how to care altogether. Yeah, and he but he says they'll remember. And like, man, like I, I hope, hope so. so. I don't know. This episode made me feel weirdly okay. Like, yeah, I was I like, see that. I was like, man, like. Because I, I don't know, like, maybe we have to fucking stop, like, pretending we're Starfleet officers and, like, start acting like it, right? Like I already do, no, bitch. I know, I know, and I know that. And I'm That's ser- exactly what a Starfleet officer would say. Exactly, exactly. And I, but I think, like, like yeah, man, like, I, I don't know. I think there are people, like, out there who, who do, I mean, obviously, like, this, this shit is, like, we didn't even get, we didn't even talk about, like, George Floyd, like all that shit comes into yeah. play, right? I mean, like, like this, uh, this is um, th- there's like a saying that, like, God, I wish I could attribute it. I'm just a white guy stealing black people's sayings. Um, so a white guy, yeah, standard <laughs> white man. Um, I wish I could attribute it, but they talked about uh, there's like uh, black activists who talk about how uh, white people create nightmare scenarios for themselves where they're treated like black people, right? Right. And uh, that's sort of what this is in a way, um, but everybody's sort of being included in it at this time. Yeah. And um, if you really want to see this sort of like sanctuary zone world where like uh, people are treated like horrifically and they're trying, like people are, they're trying to be forgotten and stuff, just go to any predominantly black city or town. Like the. There are so many forces at work to make certain that those people stay impoverished and yeah. stay out of the limelight so no one knows. Like, how long has Flint, Michigan's water been fucked? <laughs> 10 years? 15 years? I mean, it's insane, right? It's just... Nothing's done about it. It's just they don't... Yeah. And that's, and that's like, a, a, a very fixable issue. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's that, like an infrastructure yeah. issue that if if we put the money into, right. it could be fixed. That's but like a, 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 a... We would rather fund yeah. the IDF, I guess. The a, 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 like a plus B equals C problem, right? Like, yeah. And we're not, we're not even talking about, like, the super social, like, esoteric problems of, like, you know... Late, like just passive racism of like not yeah. letting like people the, live in the place they live, right? Yeah, like, like, like <laughs> racism is is a problem that feels large, like extremely large, to the point where there has to be systemic changes. Yeah, fixing water infrastructure in is, a city is easy. Is yeah. is incredibly yeah. easy that's, comparatively. That's simple. Yeah, it's just our like the the government, the people in charge allocate billions and billions of dollars towards wars. Right. Somewhere not even fucking in. Yeah. 
We're instead just, of yeah. fixing it's the, not, it, this it poisonous even, water that people have to deal with. It's not even about money, because like, let's not even pretend like it matters like how much money America spends. Like, it doesn't fucking no, matter. We print like, the money. We just like, we don't yeah, have a gold standard. It's bullshit. It doesn't even matter how much money it costs. Like uh, inflation, and uh, uh, because if we print more money, then inflation will occur. Well, it, that's yeah. all of that is artificial. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's all bullshit. It's fake. Um, speaking of bullshit, we're going to take a quick break. I'm all jacked up on fucking inflation now. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. The newest beer can tops have ring tabs made of aluminum from Alcoa. Now beer cans are a cinch to open. Ring tab tops make them a cinch to open. Another change for the better with Alcoa Aluminum. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed those messages. I didn't, but we'll find out what the rest of the show's like. It's probably <laughs> going to be a commercial that's going to give us a lot of money. <laughs> Just send us money anyway. Yeah. Thank remember, you. Remember Alcoa when we put those in? That was fun. Maybe that's that. <laughs> I fucking forgot about that. Maybe, remember when we put Bronk? <laughs> Bro- the Bronkiverse just keeps fucking growing, baby. <laughs> Bronk's a complicated character. He's a complicated he man. He loves murder and cigarettes. Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dax is inst- having a very different experience than Bashir and Cisco at this point. Yeah, Chris Benson or whatever, Chris fucking Brenner. Brenner. <laughs> he's, uh, he's yeah. He's like, use my fucking uh, gateway to <laughs> get your ID. Yeah, she's using a tablet pen yeah. on the a fucking CRT monitor. I don't know how that works. Yeah, they were close. But they, they didn't quite understand like. They didn't understand that the shit that we have now is actually like better than the shit yes. that in Star Trek, right? Like, like they didn't, yeah, they didn't, they didn't think we were gonna one. be going this yeah. far. That one they didn't see. But uh, Chris Brenner comes in and he's like, "Were you able to order a new ID?" And Dax says a little winky wink to the audience, where she's like, "Well, yeah. it took a while to convince the computer I was who I said I was." Yeah, she just fucking like hacked it or <laughs> she just stole somebody's <laughs> identity. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. uh, she uh, gives Chris his credit chip back. And it's like a card? Is it a card? It is a card of some so sort. It's a fucking credit card. It's credit chip. <laughs> I wish we called it. I mean, we do use We do have a now. chip. It's yeah. in the card. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he notices her spots, and he's like, oh, the crazy tattoos. And he's like, where'd you get them done? Japan? Yeah. And she's like, how did you know? Oh, she's so much better of an actress, like yeah. of an actor in general, than the other two. Like, yeah. uh, characters, not actors. In well, real she's life. a. Here's what I'll say: she's a woman, so she needs to learn how to right, like, oh, how to like it's, navigate it's that, situations yeah. with yeah. men and stuff like that. It makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. 
But he's like, I had a full tribal arm tat in the 90s, but I had to remove it to look like the rest of the drones. I'm like, that's what you are. You are a corporate drone. Don't pretend like you're not. And he's like, I guess that makes me a sellout. And she's like, not necessarily. Oh, thanks. She's like, I won't hold that against you. (laughs) And it's like, nah, man, you're a fucking bitch. You're a fucking bitch of the man. But he, she's like, what do you do for a living? And he's like, you don't know who my father is? Or he says, you don't know who I am. <laughs> my dad owns a dealership. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, uh, I have to talk to my public relations people. I'm uh, the owner and CEO of Brenner Information Systems, which pr- would provide things like the internet and Channel 90. Yeah, so my, get, my closest thing that... This is like a he's like a Comcast heir, right? Like he he'd be like, you're talking to the heir, like the the person who owns Comcast or a cable, right? Sure, although, that kind of feels like although the closest. there is a a scene later where um, Dick Miller is on a computer yeah. and there's an advertisement for Channel eighty four net access. Yeah, they like I think a channel yeah. is like a different part of the internet. Like, yeah, each they, one like, does something different. I think that they, they back in 95, were like, what if television and the internet, like, merged? Oh, they right? were trying hard to do it, that at the end of the 90s, yeah, so that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it, 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 it I mean, it, it happened the exact opposite way yes. <laughs> that but they thought. It, it would have made more sense happen. if he said, my name is Chris Saga. <laughs> the creator of Sega Information Systems who provide things like Sonic and yeah. Sega Channel. Yeah. My dad is the Sega Channel dad. I, I'm the I'm everyone's Sega Channel daddy. <laughs> oh, Sonic. That's that. Yeah, exactly. I know that hedge that porcupine. Porcupine. <laughs> Echidna. He's like, uh, oh, that's Knuckles, bitch. You fucking don't know Knuckles. You get in my fucking office. Was Knuckles around yet? Even I don't think so. Ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close. Let's see. Uh, this is what the people really care about. This is uh, what we. Yeah, we're, Sonic Three. Uh, release date. Not the movie, fucker. <laughs> Sonic 3 game release date. <laughs> old, old man yells at Channel yeah, exactly. 99. February 2nd, 1994. So yeah, okay, he was yeah. around. Yeah, alright. So, you don't know fucking Knuckles? It's, it's 95, bitch! <laughs> He's so hot right now. Knuckles is so situation. hot right now. 2024. <laughs> I guess true. There's a Knuckles TV series happening. So Yeah, yeah. is it going to be, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Idris Elba. Yeah, you know what's fucked up? Somebody pointed out that the fucking psychos behind the Sonic movies did it. Sonic Three is coming out next year, and yeah. Knuckles. Sonic and Knuckles. It's happening, baby. It's <laughs> happening. Man, this is like some fucking QAnon level. <laughs> you know what's fucked? <laughs> you know what's fucked up is that you know who's in the Knuckles show? Sonic. So why the fuck did they name it Knuckles? 
Is it like the joke is that like he thinks it's his show? That would be kind of funny. That would be funny. It does seem to be focused on him. Like there's a yeah. assistant of Dr. Robotnik who wants to capture him and take his Oh, is it the guy from powers. the movie? Is no, the, it's a different guy. It's a different guy. He looks like a biker, but he's a scientist. I don't know. I like the guy from the movie because Jim Carrey is great when he yells at him and shit. Yeah, yeah. That guy's, Jim Carrey is great in those movies. Like he he's is. so great. Like, I haven't seen a whole one of these movies, mind you. I've just seen like, I saw the second half of Sonic 2 yeah and I saw um the middle part of Sonic 1 and when he was great in both of them I love when he goes to Tom this is like totally not what we're talking about but he goes to Tom's house the main like uh, uh what's his name Crit, uh, Matt, James Marsden or whatever yeah, James, yeah 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 he goes to his house and he's like He's like, oh, you know, maybe one day you'll fulfill your dream of getting a Costco car. Because <laughs> like, he's like, thinks he's like this yokel, right? He's regular yeah. fucking normal yeah. ass dude. Well, there, people were like debating about what's going to happen in Sonic 3. They're like, oh, fucking Shadow the Hedgehog is going to be in it. Are they going to do his like giant heartfelt story? Is it like going to be his, like a dark retelling? And somebody said, I think you motherfuckers have forgotten that half of both of these movies are about a fucking white bread family. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stay on target. Um, Channel 99, man. Channel Chris 90. Brenner, 90. Channel sorry. 53. Channel 99 is where the scrambly porn was. Yeah, and you would see a nipple every now and then, and you'd yeah. be like, Bleh. Oh, God, that'll, that'll do it. That's what I do when I, I go, bust. <laughs> uh, Bashir and Cisco are taken inside of a, a set um, mm. that's supposed to be an administration building. Uh, that's something I will say about this episode. Great use of backlot sets. Really yeah. great use. Well, this building looks fucking depressing. Yes, it's so. gray as fuck. I love this scene though. Like I love when that the guy is like drawing on him. Yeah, because he has he, like he has like a, a mental disability. Yeah, and, and Cisco just like gently takes his hand and like, like moves it. Yeah, and, places it to the side. And it's like, my God, like what a fucking subtle, powerful explanation just, of how people are yeah. in Star Trek, right? Just, like, like, a little bit of, yeah. like, gentle understanding. Yeah. Like, he's not upset about it. He's not angry about it. He doesn't, like, move his hand away, like, get off of me or yeah. whatever. He's just, yeah. like, uh, carefully moves his hand yeah. for him and, and he doesn't smiles say anything. Him. Yeah, he doesn't... Yeah. It, dude, it's... Yeah, this uh, is the thing. It's great. Like, when Dick Miller is on the computer, there's an advertisement for a retinal scan service on channel 178. Should we get that? <laughs> we need to get that for the podcast. <laughs> Should we just get it to sign into the emails? Do I oh, know if this we is don't need really to... Josh? He needs the retinal scan in. Skinwalkers can't get the eyes right. Fucking no, they can't get them right. Um, but Bashir and Cisco don't have any records whatsoever. And Bashir's like, well, if we don't exist, why not let us go? Yeah, which is great. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. You two have no IDs, no money, and you're dressed like clowns. And I'm like, they're wearing a jacket with colors on the shoulders and pants. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, it looks it looks very like 
90s, actually, yes. right? Like, it's like, very 90s. I always think that when, like, people in the past make fun of Starfleet uniforms, I'm like, yeah. they're just, they're slightly strange, but that's it. Yeah, I guess it does look kind of weird, I guess. Like, when everybody's wearing eight jackets and a flannel, yeah, it well, looks in weird. The, in the future, you're going to need at least three jackets. Um, a duster over top, number one. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> a hoodie. Because, you know, hoodies. In case you need hood. Yeah, in case you need hood. Yeah. And but they're like, maybe a leather, leather jacket. Hell yeah, now you're talking, baby. For your motorcycle. For your future yeah. depression era motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Runs on baby's blood. Um, <laughs> but he, he gives them the whole, like, rundown where he, like, reads them Miranda rights, basically. Like, if you need interpreter, interpreters, yeah. they'll be available in case you don't speak English. If you have and any none questions, of, none of this will actually be available. Or, He's like, now sit yeah. down, shut up, fill out the forms, and if you got any problems, don't come to me with them. Yeah, he insinuates that they're immigrants, right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, and well, that's he thinks another. they're dims. He keeps saying that. He yeah, thinks there's something yeah. mentally wrong with them as well. But when, when he's like, uh, am I painting the picture for you? Like, it, I, I feel yeah. like he's like, you're immigrants. Yeah, because they mentioned that they were traveling to yeah. him and they got separated. So he thinks that, and this, this could be purposeful and it could not be purposeful. Right. I could be looking at this through a 2024 lens, lens. Yes, yes. Ironically. But um, it seems like he has instantly pegged them as illegal immigrants. Yes, that's what I thought. They they have snuck into the country, and he's 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 got that like he's pegging them. He's pegging them so hard. I don't. (laughs) Did we watch the same? I don't. When when is that on Channel Ninety Nine? Right. Oh, I watched Deep Dish Nine. It was all about pizza. Oh, delicious! That's a that's a bit from uh, David S. emails. Deep yeah, Dish Nine. Deep Dish Nine. Yeah. Um, back in the future, uh, Kira is uh, like, "Tell Admiral Nagomo that uh, we don't want anybody to transport aboard the Defiant until we've resolved the situation." Yeah, they can shuttle up if they want, like fucking peasants in the stupid ages. But yeah, idiot peasants, <laughs> like fucking do what is this Enterprise? Jeez. But um, there's a bunch of techno babble, and Kira's like, "Say it in fucking English, idiot!" And yeah, he's like, "The transporter signal was redirected through time." There was a singularity since it's a Romulan uh, cloaking device, right? It yeah. uses singularity. Makes perfect sense. Great. This this is great. Good good idea, guys. They're in San Francisco, but he has no idea where they're at or when they're at. <laughs> Science fiction, baby. This does. He's, she's like, how long ago could it, could it have been days or maybe weeks? weeks? He's yeah. like, probably centuries. What the? F- how does he know that? Dun dun. It's in the script. Read oh, right, your you script. Read, you read, I didn't read the script. I just show up. I'm like uh, Troy McClure. I don't read the script. Don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Everything I do is gold, baby. They've been in, <laughs> they've been in the line waiting for hours at this point. Yeah, and Bashir's like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> Dick Miller is like, "Plenty of overtime, <laughs> dude." I love how accurate, like how fucking like Gen Z. Bashir's like fucking waiting. <laughs> I agree with him. Honestly. No, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's ridiculous. 
and uh, Cisco's thinking, right? He's staring at the big digital clock on the wall. We're not using fucking analog clocks yeah. in 2024. It's all digital, baby. Digital. Yep. And this is when <laughs> Bashir says, there are people who are ill here and need medical treatment, yeah. but Cisco's still staring at the wall. So he's like, what's what's wrong? And he's like, uh, it's the date, August 30th, 2024. He's like, what does that mean? He's like, have you ever heard of the Bell Riots? And Bashir's like, like Taco Bell? <laughs> like the food wars when Taco Bell came out on top? <laughs> the franchise wars? That's something for another like eight years. It's 2032. Uh, Cisco says it is. it was one of the most violent civil disturbances in American history. And it occurred mm. in San Francisco's Sanctuary District A during the first week of September 2024. Good thing we're in Sanctuary District Oh my god! Uh, oh. <laughs> yep. But Bashir, being a dumb, dumb audience surrogate, says, That's just a few days from now! Yeah, yeah, yep. But unless they find the way out of the Sanctuary District soon, they're about to be caught right in the middle of the violence. I... Being in Starfleet as long as I... You and I have, Jeff. At least a the, year. If, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just our probation. True. I, I, if something, if we get stuck in some fucking useful, like like momentous event in history, it's we caused it, right? Uh, I mean, technically, to begin with, Cisco doesn't cause it because well, does as he, we though? as we find out, uh, well, all of Starfleet is wiped from existence for ten minutes. So but I would that, say that has something to do with. But it. maybe that's just a blip, like in the record of time, right? Like in the in the in the record needle of time, it just scratches no, 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 there every no, no, time, no, 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 right? No, 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 no. Cisco goes back in time. Gabriel Bell exists. Cisco he causes does. Gabriel Bell to get stabbed. Starfleet ceases to exist for ten minutes in the future. Right, but that's and what I'm saying. Then uh, Cisco says, "My name is Gabriel Bell." Starfleet pops back up again. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but it's just the scratch in the record. It just always happens that way. No. <laughs> what do you know? Look. I understand Zoom time. Zoom out. Zoom out. I understand time a little better. <laughs> Zoom out. Think think out. I'm squinting. I'm trying to see what you're <laughs> pointing at. It yeah, looks like no. a it looks like a blurry photo of a fucking bear walking on his hind legs. Yeah, but, but what color right. is it? <laughs> oh man. Um I I think we have uh differing ideals on how the time travel aspect of this episode. Oh, well, that's works. the paradox, right? It could be either. It, it could, could be, be either, either way. One, absolutely. Know. Except yours yeah. is dumb. Except, um, <laughs> except yours is wrong. Yours is for dum-dums. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, in historically, uh, a bunch of sanctuary residents will take over the district and take guards hostage. Yeah. And then the government sends in troops who kill hundreds of the residents in the yeah. process. Because they think the hostage hostages got killed. Yeah. But Gabriel Bell sa- sacrifices himself, very Christ-like Absolutely. of him. We, to, we love a Jesus. And we do love a Jesus story. We're not as quite as into it as Damon Lindelof is. L- Lindelof. Lindelof. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, so that so that like yeah, changes. none of the hostages yeah. were harmed, and yeah. Bell had sacrificed his life to save them. And that's what the change starts happening in America when people are like, "Oh, this is fucking insane." 
And that's the part that further depressed me. I understand that this episode uplifted you a little bit. Yeah. Um, that part further depressed me because I was I was just hit with this dark fucking freight train of a thought that I don't think Americans would care. Uh, I don't know. I, I it's especially hard to say. like I feel like there was an i an idealistic view of 2024 back in 1995 that by right. then we will have worked through our racial strife because right. everyone is being treated the same in this future. Uh, yeah, but you see it in this episode though with that guy with the ghost guy. He's racist yeah. as fuck. He's calling him boy. Like I I guarantee you. Uh, Avery Brooks was like, call me boy. Yeah, that could be true. Um, I f- but I feel like overall this episode is presenting like, mo- like I would say most of the people in the Sanctuary Zone are white. There's like a smattering of other races and whether that has something more to do with hiring processes during the 90s. Yeah, I don't know if that whether really Whether that factors uh, yeah. in or not. I wouldn't but say that I that's think, like I a think commentary an- on, on like... No. I don't think they thought like that. Like, not yeah. to use that, but like, I, I, I can that, understand. It probably wasn't it. their their intent. I, I just feel like there was uh, an idea that they would, we would have either worked past. Well, let's let's go at it this way. Whether there was an idea about that or not, there was a societal idea in the '90s that we had moved past the worst of racism. Yeah, but we had, like, but ignorantly as yeah, and it what, was fully ignorant. Yeah, and what led us to now is that that type of thinking, like yeah. oh, we're past all that, but like, when we never even addressed it. Yeah, but like think about how many black men get killed oh, by yeah. cops in today's era. I don't I, think America would care, regardless I, I of know. what Gabriel Bell did was but, good or not. But this is like one of those things that like and like I said, I brought up George Floyd earlier. I feel like that at least like. The it ball is the, moving. Yeah, it changed right? the dynamic. It yeah. changed, and a lot of the like quote unquote like harsh strife in our country today are growing pains. Are people yes. trying to like move the needle towards yes. actual any sort of systemic change towards a better world? Yeah, I know it's like not quick enough for any uh, any no. rational human. Absolutely but not. At, at least like. At least, like, it's being talked about now. And yeah. at least, like, we as, like, two white guys who do a Star Trek podcast can be like, hey, like, this fucking is terrible for black people. Like, this yeah. is terrible, well, right? it's like, there's, uh, there's an idea that America is the most racist country in the world. Yeah. And whether that there's merit to that idea or not, and I mean, you could make the argument. You go either uh, way, the, really. The big difference between America and other countries of the world where racism is a gigantic problem is that Americans are now willing to talk about it. Yeah, and... And we th- spend a lot of time talking about it because that's how you enact change. Right, and I think one of the the best things, maybe really the only saving grace that we have right now in this country is... That we are all so di- there's so many so many different people here like yeah it and I really 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 think that that is what is saving us from complete disaster yeah absolutely well, it's uh, idic yeah. infinite diversity yes. and infinite combinations yes. diversity creates strength 
Like, do I think America's more racist than, like, Russia? No. They don't even have black people. Like, they literally, like, if you're a black person in Russia, you're, you're not going to be here. <laughs> like, Well, I mean, you, there are always those, like, I feel like there's... right? Like, it's, it's really strange that, like, we do live in an incredibly, like, virulently racist country that is built on systemic racism as yeah. a base. Yeah. Um, like, prison industrial complex is modern right. slavery at right. this point. Um, and I guess always has been, but like we uh, have a, uh, a a strange sort of like we were talking about a strength. I wouldn't even say strange, but like a strength that comes from the diversity of the people in this country who are working against these systems. Yeah, I always think of um, uh, oh, I I remember what I was trying to say. I tried to, to talk around it for a while. Um, <laughs> We uh, call it out for what it is, right? Like right. we, we, or some of us do, let's say. But I don't think even the most virulently hateful racist person in America would claim that a black person isn't also an American. Yeah. But the, if you go to like England, Italy, like right. Poland, like uh, Korea, even like. Yeah. These places, if you're not of the dominant ethnicity, you're, you're not, not from considered there. Yes, yes. You're not considered French. You're not right. considered right. Uh, German like, or German. Well, yeah, you're whatever. not considered yeah. Polish. English. Whatever it happens to be. And this is maybe like a simplistic outsider's view, but like I've I've seen lots and lots and lots of black folks talk about living uh they they were born and raised in Italy, but mm. everyone in the no one in the country would ever admit that they were Italian citizens. It's yeah, because their 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 nationalism is tied in with their ethnoism, right? Yeah. Their their eth, their ethnic background. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to take up for America. Like I said, our entire country oh, no. is built on uh, it, it was built on slavery and the continued attempts to get slave labor out of black people. Yeah. It's it's a systemic issue at the very core. God, I can't wait for the the emails oh, we're to gonna roll so in. We're gonna get so <laughs> calling many. us lib cups. Yeah, I, you know it's good we don't put this on YouTube anymore. <laughs> yeah, the, like the dude, the people who angrily comment on our movie reviews, and I'm like, God, you guys could not handle any of our episode reviews. I mean, those are tame. Yeah, I mean, this is like. I don't know, man. This episode is so good. Like, yeah, it's it's such a like lightning rod catalyst for these type of conversations as well. I, I can't even believe. Like, I haven't seen this one in a while, and I think partially because it's a hard one to swallow. Like, it's so on the nose. It is so on the dot. It is of the problems that we are facing in 2020. It is like 90 percent accurate, yeah. which for a show made 30 years ago is crazy. Yeah, absolutely. But they they finally get taken to talk to uh, the social worker. Yeah, she's in the building. She's in who, a bunch of shit too. She is. I um, she's uh, very much the type of person who verbally, on the surface, talks about the problems yeah. of the system. But she works but literally with. She the works system. in yeah. the system and continuously perpetuates it. And it's, you know, jobs are incredibly hard to find at this point, but, like, 
it reminds me of the the like Twitter blow up that happened where like this cutesy cottage core Twitter account owner yeah. who like posted about like how uh, hard her job was so she would go home and like live in a cottage core house and whatever. Yeah. And someone asked her where she worked and she said fucking Lockheed Martin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people were like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. She's she's not like Rosie the Rivetering there, right? Like she's no, like she, her B-52 whole account, together. <laughs> like her whole account was about cozy aesthetic and like yeah. uh, living your best life and like she she was trying to like do be like social justice as well on right, top of right. it. Yeah. And people are like, you work at fucking yeah. Lockheed you, Martin? You make weapons. You work at fucking Stark Industries. And she, was like, <laughs> she was like, don't bully me because I work at Lockheed Martin. That's why you probably should have never told people where you work. Should have kept that under your hat, yeah, I think. Probably, probably was for the best. No matter where she worked, honestly. like, Yeah, I think people should probably yeah. keep their personal yeah. lives personal Nobody needs still. to know. Nobody needs to know where you work. Yeah. Like... Uh, I, I'm probably gonna have to get a real job sooner or later, and I'm not telling fucking Well, now anybody. I think is a good time for you to know that, Jeff, I secretly work for uh, Area 51, and that's uh, why I'm always why, talking about it. Why aliens. are you always conspiracy theorying, then? You're blowing it. You're doing a bad I'm job. I'm trying to fucking... I'm trying to get the word out. Man, you're gonna get fired. Your They're alien gonna, no. manager boss is gonna fire you. Qu- Quirks would never do. <laughs> Quirks was my god, my son's godfather. He would never do that. <laughs> he's, a, he's a godfather to my son that I, you just found out that I have. It's it's wild though. He, my son does look a little like Quirks. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Man. He is gray and has giant black eyes on his face, but he is a redhead, so I'm not sure. <laughs> The whole lore going on right now. But um, the lady is like, uh, this said you guys were dims, but I apologize about that. It looks like you're gimmies instead. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know, gaming, right? Like social social security scammers or uh, Gimmies are ordinary people in need of a job and a place to stay. Dims are... uh, literally anyone else that we're throwing into the system. It's a catch-all yeah. term. Yeah, and she's like, I don't like to use it, but, uh, you know, and it's like, yeah, that's like, part of the, again, so, so prescient, like, so... I, I work in the Old West Saloon. I don't like to call people the N-word, but, <laughs> you know, I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> It's part of the show, I guess. A, I don't know. That's an extreme example. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, they're like, the government, like, Dems should be in hospitals, but the government can't afford to treat them, so they're sent to the sanctuary district. She's like, uh, it's, uh, I hate all of this, but, you know, it'll never change. So, do you guys yeah. apply to any jobs? And And they're like, How the fuck are we supposed to do that from inside the sanctuary district? And she's like, oh, you know, we do job placement, but, you know, there's not a whole lot of jobs to go around. Cool. Thanks. This, this is cool. He's like, she's like, here's your ration card that you can get food and water at meals, but only then. (laughs) 
She's like, uh, you can find your own accommodations. The buildings in the district are for everyone. And even just hearing that before I'd watched any of the rest of the episode the first time, I was like, boy, I wonder what those buildings are going to be like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Human beings fighting for the tiny amount of yeah. space that they're allowed to have. I, f- I, feel, I feel like I've seen this. I feel like yeah. I've seen these places. Uh, like stay away from the district security they're overworked and underpaid and they're a little tetchy yeah stay away from the uh, shotgun wielding fascists yeah stay away from the fucking boot licking stormtroopers yeah. we've yeah. got going through town the, the, they, they look like ghostbusters the but... San Francisco police <laughs> yeah, dude uh, but she's, she's like watch out for ghosts people who haven't integrated well in the district yeah I'm like, oh, great. You got a cute little nickname for them. Sweet. Yeah. Like, uh, what, what? So, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> what should we do? <laughs> yeah. Do we just go out into yeah. the fucking city and hope for the best? Is that what you're telling what, what us? What do we do all day? Like, what do we. <laughs> you yeah. play hopscotch. Uh, yeah. I mean, hopscotch is okay, but I can only do that for like maybe six hours, not 12. <laughs> Well, you can't sleep that whole time either unless you find a nook somewhere people won't rob or beat the shit out of you. That's true. You gotta sleep back to back, man. Uh, Dax is trying to, with her communicator, to contact anybody. But, of course, some, like, uh, bum in a alleyway somewhere is hearing, like, Dax yeah. to Bashir, Dax to Bashir, and be like, the voices are back! He's like, it's the CIA! <laughs> And it is. And it is. Well. Uh, but, she, but Chris Brenner comes back in, and he's like, my assistant Britt got you a room at the Clift for is the next five place? nights. I don't know what that is. And uh, he's like, so what are your plans? Do any of them involve my dick? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I need to find my friends. And, and he's like, oh, we're already checking city hospitals and trauma wards, but no yeah. one matching their description was admitted recently. Which is good, because, you know, but also not good. He's like, but I'm having a party that I'm in, I'm bringing my friends. Are you going to come? Yeah, sounds like a real rager. It's going to be a real good party. She's like, yeah, what the fuck else do I have to do, you know? Yeah, sure. I'll dress up like a peacock. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why the fuck not? What a great outfit. Man, they they they're not good with the fact. I mean, who could guess though, right? No, they're like trying to show the future of fashion using nineteen nineties you know, fashion. You as know a what basis. would have been more accurate? Just do nineteen nineties yeah, fashion. It would have been known. It right? would have been the same shit. I'm I'm waiting with bated breath when t-shirts with long sleeve shirts under them come yes. back. Oh please God, because I never. I, I loved that look. I never I loved it. <laughs> like the uh, just a t-shirt with like uh yeah like the thermal shirt the thermal underneath. shirt yeah ah uh, such a good look yeah it felt like Link yeah <laughs> it's like chainmail but for school <laughs> school which you need now which now you need a bull yeah now yeah. But they're going from building to building, uh, Bashir and Cisco trying to find a place to sleep, and they're being told, uh, this building is owned by these people. This building it's is like owned gangs. by these people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, like, in order to protect the small amount of space right. that you live in, you have to band together. Yeah, you have to. And right, keep yeah. people out. It's fucking, like, lawless zone, dude. It's crazy. And it's, it's like, uh... 
it's a supply and demand issue, right? Like there's yeah. an incredible demand for places to live inside this, and there's hardly anywhere to stay. Yeah. Um, this is when Bashir and Cisco have their conversation about how uh, there are people with diseases around, people with mental health issues around that could live normal lives, even in the 2020s, if anybody gave a damn. Right. But um, Cisco. I feel like Avery Brooks doesn't like some of these lines. You can tell the way he's, like, delivering them, he doesn't like them very much. Yeah. Because he, he starts to be the apologist for the situation at points. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, um, you know, the the problems facing the planet seem too enormous to solve. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, not untrue, right? But, right. like, that feels like apologism a little bit. And I said jism. I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know if I saw that, but I open your goddamn eyes. <laughs> yeah. No. I. 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 It's hard because like he is playing a captain that needs to be like rational. Yeah. About, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He. He can't let his. Uh, they're back in time. He can't. Also, fly he off understands the that these problems are going to be fixed. Yeah, like that's yeah. the point. He's from the future right. where these are the building blocks that lead to the utopia right. of Earth. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I I feel like he's he does. I I think like I said. I think he tells that ghost dude to call. I don't know if they wrote it that way or. But it feels very like. There needs to be more like racial tension, right? Like, like racial issues are a big problem still. Yeah, I mean, even in 1995, yeah, that was very much oh, the forefront I mean, of the fucking, issues of humanity. I mean, fucking Rodney King had just yeah, happened. Absolutely, you know, OJ was going on, like all that shit with him. Like, um, you would like it was pretty much the mid, like the height era of like Spike Lee's yeah. films examining yeah. the relationship between white people and black yeah, people. Yeah, that early nineties, like LA riot time, yeah. like fucking it yeah. was and this is like a nineteen ninety five television version right. of that kind of scenario where it's it's being a little dampened racially because the yeah. people watching T V at the time weren't ready for that. Right. White people watching TV right. at the well, time. Yeah. But there's there's um a continuing we don't want to threat. piss people off in Nebraska. That's their 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 opinion really matters. Uh, uh there's <laughs> a continuing thread throughout all of Deep Space Nine. I feel like is uh it is the thread that's weaving everything together through Deep Space Nine. And Bashir like voices it yeah. perfectly right here. He says, are humans truly any different than Romulans or Cardassians? If something disastrous happened to the Federation, would we stick to our ideals or we would, or would we devolve to this all over again? Yeah. Just to find our says, way back here again. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's the portion of deep space nine that people who don't give it a chance focus on. Oh, it's too dark. They're, like, trying to, like, undermine... And, I mean, this was me at a certain point. Yeah. Like, they're trying to undermine the utopia. Like, the future that we can all hope for. Right. They're trying to... And at a certain point in Star Trek, we'll see them actually trying to undermine that. But... Not here. Yeah. Not here. Because Cisco says straight up, flat yeah. out, yeah. no no frills, that's 
his duty as a Starfleet officer to make sure that they never have to find out. That's exactly it, right? You fight for Utopia. You yeah. do everything in your power to protect it it's from the, those that yeah. would usurp it. It's the, the thing that has, speaking of usurping, that freedom isn't free, right? Like, the thing that, like, uh, was usurped by fucking right-wing dingleberries. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. you know, yeah. It's, free, it's yeah. the price of, I think Cisco's the one who says it, uh, the price of Utopia is eternal vigilance. Vigilance, yeah. Yeah, vigilance. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> Not vigilanteism. Yeah. Vigilance. <laughs> well, you know, maybe both. <laughs> maybe Batman? Star Trek Batman? Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be on CW. You know it is. And Batman will never appear. He'll be- <laughs> <laughs> next season, he'll finally wear the cape. That'll, that's what it'll be like. The um, next season, he'll be 13. <laughs> um <laughs> They see a group of quote-unquote ghosts beating a man in front of a building. And Bashir's going to stop him, but Cisco brings up the fact that they can't interfere. Anything they do yeah. in this timeline could completely undermine the founding of the Federation. Which is good advice. You should probably take that advice, yeah. Captain Cisco. But um, the leader of the ghosts... That Phil it, Anselmo from the band Pantera. <laughs> a, a man who is five foot six, wearing a fedora... It has a voice uh, that very much does not befit a leading man. He looks and sounds like the singer from Pantera, dude. Does he? Yeah, he doesn't. That guy was huge. He was like six foot five, but he's yeah. so silly looking. Like I can't. That's the one thing I would change about uh, these episodes. I would recast that man immediately. Dude, he fucking got that fedora from the Looper dudes. <laughs> there were Loopers coming, and he was like. Give me that fedora, the, boy. Uh, oh, he would say that. Yeah. Um, but they try. He's like, uh, I'm sorry if we offended you, and he's he's so cartoonish. Yeah. It's Cisco's like, oh, we're new to the district. He's like, you don't say. <laughs> he's like, we're just looking for a place to stay, and he's like, well, you better fucking look somewhere else, new boy. He calls him yeah. new boy. Yeah. And uh, Cisco waves goodbye, and they head on to find somewhere else. Yeah, but they don't. Except no, they go to uh, they go where, to uh, where does Cisco and Bashir sleep? Find out after these messages. <laughs> this is gonna be a long one. This is crazy. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. They're the cutest sky dancers yet. Wow, tiny little sky dancers. They're the sky dancers. Wow, the tiniest ones I've ever met. Even tiny baby animals too. Nice hat. Skydancers pup, but now it's time to fly. Up, up, up! They're the teeniest, tiniest Skydancers. New Skydancers Fairy Flyers, each with adorable little launchers. They're so small, I can collect them all. Skydancers fly just for me. New Skydancers Fairy Flyers. Dolls and launcher sets each sold separately. New from Galoo. We're back from those beautiful, beautiful messages, everybody. Thanks, Alcoa. Thank you, Bronk. Uh, That's what it was, right? Bronk? Yeah, it was Bronk. We're like three-fourths of the way through this episode, so this is going to be a long one, baby. That's fine. We're almost done. Nothing really happens. (laughs) Whoa. Um, Time just gets fucked up. Whatever. Bashir is slumped against a wall sleeping like a bum. Yeah. And And he's like, oh, God, I never might... 
fucking posturpedic back in the 23rd and 4th century. <laughs> He'll never complain about yeah. Cardassian beds again, but yep. Cisco brings him a plate of scrambled eggs and a piece of dry bread. Nice. That's what you get. It's nice that they get scrambled eggs, actually. Yeah, protein. But they, they visit the building where they were turned away, and the same group of men are guarding it. And they're like, well, we just want to get on the roof. And they're like, nah, you can't fucking get on the roof. It's yeah, our we, building. Yeah. Cisco's like, well, what if we could trade? And they realize they don't have anything. I'm not yeah. sure why he brought that up. But one of the guys whispers in the leader's ear, and the leader's like, hey, we may be able to make a deal after all. We want your fucking pajamas. <laughs> why? Because the plot needed to go, right? Yeah, we want he needed to, to wear the clothes, so... Give me your fucking scrambled eggs and bread. That's what it should have been. <laughs> That's what it should have been, yeah. But uh, there's a, a really dirty apartment set that's like, they come back to it later when they meet fucking Clint Howard in the next episode. Oh, right, yeah. But it, it really looks gross. It's really well made. Clint Howard, more gross as a human than a Ferengi. <laughs> he plays a Ferengi in Enterprise once. Yep, yep. But uh, he's in almost every Star Trek series. Yep. But, um... <laughs> Cisco and Bashir are now wearing 30 coats each. <laughs> so you know it's the future. That's uh, Their pajamas were worth 30 coats each. You know what the thing is now, right? Uh, the future mullet. That If it's, if oh, it's yeah. the future, they got mullets. That's true. You know what would be really funny is if in a later scene, like during a riot or something, two guys just ran by in the Starfleet uniform. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> but, um... They come up to the top, and, uh, well, they, they come around a corner, and they find a guy at the bottom of the stairs uh, trying to help his injured son, Danny. My son, Danny! My son, Danny, Danny. who stole the TV, who's in the Foot Clan? Yeah, Danny Pennington. <laughs> I'll <laughs> never forget that kid's name. Redhead. That's what I was thinking about this whole scene as well, and I'm not yeah. sure why. Because we're the same. But the dad has a knife. He's like, got yeah, a he knife. He pulls out a knife. He's like, I'm a, a fucking cut you. Yeah. And Cisco's like, no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. We're just trying to get to the roof. Yeah. He's like, it's not going to look any better from up there. Damn. Danny's depressing like, me. Papa. 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 <laughs> he's like, uh, he keeps the knife pointed at them as he comes over. And he's like, uh, Bashir's like, we don't mean any harm. And uh, let me help. Cisco's like, don't fucking interfere. And he's like, I'm yeah. not going to let this... It, th what could this hurt? Just look. Yeah. He goes over and he's like, ah, you're, what happened to your son? He's like, you got the fucking shit beat out of him. <laughs> I was like, damn, what language, 1995? Yeah. yeah. But I just need a clean rag and some alcohol to nurse Danny's wounds. Yeah, Danny, he's like, you're fine, Danny. Just get up. Stop being a little he's, pussy about it. Pick like, yourself up by your alcohol straps. <laughs> by your clean rags and alcohol. Yeah. Clean rags? My God. What is this? A fucking clift? What is this? The clift? <laughs> <laughs> but Cisco's like, oh, we may have made a new friend. Yeah. A, a new friend who's really the, the person who's behind everything that goes wrong and right in yeah, this episode but yeah but um Bash he's like oh we need another doctor here bashir and he's like oh, i i can't i don't, I don't practice. practice anymore yeah he's like no we got to pull together and he's like no we just want to be left alone yeah we don't want to get involved which 
Yeah. He's yeah. like, ah, oh, my mistake. I thought you two wanted to get out of here. Damn. Meanwhile, Dax is having a nice cocktail at a high-class party where the fucking uh, doctor from ER is telling a story. <laughs> it's either the... <laughs> is it really her? The doctor? No, the ER? guy. The little... The short guy. He's oh, the okay. doctor on ER. Okay. I thought it was the, the woman. He's telling a story, and he's like, oh, you're going on a skiing trip to Christchurch, right? Europe is falling into anarchy. Yeah, they're talking about... He's like, I thought the Neo-Trotskys were going to keep them in line. (laughs) Neo-Trotskys! Yeah. Yeah. And Dax is like, I wouldn't wouldn't count the same political situation arising in the U.S. out. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris's friends are like, oh, you're full of shit, you dumb tattoo bitch. Yeah. Chris is like, oh, I'm sorry. She she got mugged. Yeah. So that would leave anyone with a negative outlook on the future. The and they're like, my goodness, my mugger in San Francisco. Yeah, they, <laughs> you're lucky the cops didn't find you first because they would have beaten the shit out of you and yeah. thrown you into the sanctuary district. Yeah, this uh, this is bad, guys. Yeah. Dax's like, what's the sanctuary district? He's like, oh, uh, people who are found with IDs would get put in sanctuaries. And she's like, well, why the fuck didn't you think that may have happened to my friends? Yeah. You idiot. And he's like, oh, well, records aren't really posted on the net. Not even on Channel 90, but I'll try to get access and to Channel them. 90 has tits in it. Channel 90, <laughs> if you squint and tilt your head just right, you could see yeah. a booby. Sometimes they show Terminator, and you can see a titty in the first one. Oh, there's a titty in that? Let me write that down. There's titties. Yeah, you're going to need to write it down in your show notes. <laughs> <laughs> My show notes, which say moral of the episode, underlined three times. That's important. Uh, B- Bashir and Cisco are bumming it up, standing in front of a barrel with fire in it. And they're not even doo-wop singing. No, which sucks. Yeah. But they're like, ah, oh, the line for dinner is worse than the line at the replimat. By the time we get dinner, it'll be time for breakfast. It's funny. But don't don't but the the ghost from before comes up to Bashir. His name is BC, apparently. Yeah, big cock. I was going to say big other C word, but uh, you can only say Cracker? that when the British guy's around. Cracker? Yeah. Um, what were you going to... What's the other Big one? see you next Tuesday. Oh, country roads, <laughs> take me home. I have to fucking salute while that's happening. West Virginia! <laughs> Mountain titties. Bouncing home. <laughs> it's um, your national anthem. But, like, BC is going to beat the shit out of Bashir because he won't give him his food card. Yeah. And Cisco comes up and he's like, you leave him alone or I punch you so hard. Yeah. And then they have a big uh, kerfuffle, big scuffle. Kerfuffle, yeah. And uh, a guy in the crowd is like, this much and no more. Yeah. And he runs up and he grabs BC and he throws him off. And he goes up to Cisco. He's like, you okay? I'm not going to pay attention to the guy, just the violent man I just threw off of you. Yeah. And then uh, he, BC stabs him. Yeah. And they steal his go- his food card and run off. And Cisco takes the guy's ID to see who he is, and he's fucking freaking out. And he and Bashir run off as two security guards run after 
and like yep. look at the dead guy and they're like, well, and when they're like, they're sitting in an alleyway and Bashir's like, God, this is so insane. This is so awful. And Cisco's like, well, the situation just went from bad to worse. I'm going to have some splaining to do when we get home. <laughs> the man that just died was Gabriel Bell. Oh, fuck. What the fuck? Tanya, it's just a blip in the record, man. Nah, it all changed that day it when all... the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference I know where it's from, but I never saw it. Uh, man, you're missing out. That show's fucking I know, dude, everyone says that. Well, that's the problem, right? Like, if too many people tell like tell you you need to watch something, there's, like, something in the, the fucking lizard hind brain that's like, yeah. mm, maybe I won't. Yeah, also, like, the problem is in my lizard hind brain, I'm just like, I don't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how I feel about Battlestar, but I've been, no, no. like, the less people have been telling me to watch it, the more I've warmed up to the idea of it, so. It's just like Rich, I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned to shut up. It's so up. true. It's so fucking true. Um, O'Brien and Kira are going to go back to time jump through time. Yeah, they only have, like, six, like, things in the fucking yeah. Rick and Morty gun, so they got, <laughs> yeah. But Odo comes in, like, they try to uh, cont- contact Starfleet for permission, but they can't raise them on comms. And Odo Nobody's comes there. in and he's like, I was talking to Starfleet security and we were bonering out about the new ways to subjugate people. Yeah, we were talking about the new fucking phaser settings and how, like, it only Phaser setting your... goes up to 10 now? It goes to 11. Jesus. The spinal tap phaser. <laughs> uh, O'Brien's like, the comm system's working. Let's, let's yeah. uh, try and bounce it off some Starfleet satellites. And then he's like, what the fuck? There are no Starfleet satellites. And they're like, scan the system. And they're like, there isn't anybody. It turns out that Starfleet has ceased to exist. What? From the timeline. A shit show. Either a blip or a fuck up. You decide. The Romulans are all all, way, all the way to Proxima Centauri, Alpha Centauri. Fuck that. I ain't having no fucking Rami that close to my God house. Damn. <laughs> Four light years. Those, we're like, better stay off my fucking orc cloud, bitch. Those Ramis need to go to a sanctuary district is all I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Cisco and Bashir uh, go back to Webb, the guy whose son that they helped. Yeah. And they're like, we want to join the rebellion. And Webb's yeah, like, in. there's a rally for public attention. You need to spread the word. And Cisco and Bashir go around and they talk to 300 people. 500. 600. 700. And, and, and Cisco's like, I only have 9,000 more to go. <laughs> but then, as if on cue, a riot breaks out. A riot <laughs> were formed. A riot were declared. I knew you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> the people in the district have taken the processors hostage. And, like, there's... Yeah. The, like, guy who wanted to go back to his wife and new daughter before is just getting beat in the street. That's what you get for being a family man, you fuck. Yeah, we're supposed to feel sorry for this fascist piece of shit. It's exactly... He's just doing his job. It's exactly how I felt when I watched that police station burn in Minneapolis. I was like, oh, well. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) This is good. For poking the bear, bitch. (laughs) But uh, they, they pick up the guy and they bring him inside... 
the processing plant. BC has shotguns at his crew, and they've taken over. Yeah. And Cisco also has a shotgun, and he's like, "Oh, welcome in, new boy. You're gonna be great." Barrels. He shoots he's a fucking like, barrel. He does shoot a barrel. He's lucky it's not a red barrel because that shit would have blown sky high. Yeah, and killed if it, it was black, so it was safe to be next to it. Yeah. But he's like, uh, welcome, welcome to the club, new boy. And he's like, the yeah. name's Gabriel Bell. Damn. Dun dun dun. To be continued. Holy fucking shit! This episode is like incredible on its own. If it wasn't like a fucking perfect portal yeah. into our current day from 1995. I mean, it's sort of skewed. There are things that aren't happening, and there are things that are far worse. Yeah, there's things that are a little off, and then, yeah, there's things that are just, uh, like, too complicated about our real world that to put yeah, in a show, absolutely. right? Like, there's a lot of complexity. But, like, yeah, this is a... This is a... Fu- I, this is one of the, the... Like, an anomaly in television. Like, Maybe the only episode of a science fiction show I can think of that has aged more well. I'm sure people are like, "Buh, Black Mirror, blah, whatever." But well, Black Mirror know. has the uh, the like leg up of being a fairly recent TV yeah. show. It's like fucking... this is from 1995. You you know what was on TV in 1995? Fucking blossom sliders. <laughs> sliders. Sliders was the real prophetic future. Yeah. Yeah, what did Futurama call uh, the new Futurama season? Like called it like Twilight Zone with cell phones or something like that. Oh. Black Mirror. Yeah, like pretty much. It's yeah, like yeah. Twilight Twilight Zone where a guy fucks a pig in the first yeah. episode. <laughs> that that's a wild one to start out with. Why did they start with that one? Like dude. Crystal and I watched that and we were both like, "All right, I think I'm done with this series." Dude, I I was like, I was like in. I was like, okay, this is insane. Like it, I have to it was it. insane, but it, and it, it was insane in a way that I had no interest in seeing more in. And come <laughs> to find out, they didn't make any more. That was it. That yeah, that was was it. <laughs> they did a different show after yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't Cell know. Cell phones this. bad. <laughs> the black mirrors the phone. Get it? The uh... <laughs> wow. Um... <laughs> So we're at that point in the episode that we always come to that I feel is a little bit more difficult with two-parters. Yeah. Because we have to judge this episode uh, as well as we can as its own piece of art, right? Like, it is one half of a full story, and it's going to be impossible to judge it by itself. I am not. I'm not having trouble at all. I'm very confident in my... You can judge it by itself. I can judge anything. (laughs) I need to believe in you and your judgment skills more. You're right. Your judging <laughs> skills. I can judge anything at first sight, Jeff. I'm judge really good Reinhold. At it. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> a reference uh, to a cartoon that barely aired. A six episode cartoon. Yeah. So, Josh, we are at the point of the show where we wheel out the Cochrane to Catfish patented warp scale of quality for our review section. Very. Warp one bad, warp ten perfection. Yes. What are you giving this episode, Josh? I'm giving this a nine point five. That's a good score. This why, episode, are you do, why are you doing that? This episode is great. It's not good. It's great. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. It's got everything. It's got time paradox. It's got time travel. It's got 
2024. It's got Channel 90. <laughs> it's got the Clift. It's got the Clift. Yeah. It's got uh, white guy corporate man in it. You know? It, dude, it's Elon just, Dusk. Elon Dusk. Yeah. It's got everything. It's uh, it's so prescient. It's 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 remarkable to me how well this has aged. Depressingly so. <laughs> Yo, the Clift exists. I bet it does. The Clift Royal Sinesta San Francisco Union Square Hotel. How much a night is it? Can we go? Um, 140 uh, average $169 a night. It's pretty average. That's pretty Yeah, normal. that's not that bad actually. Why does it say save $307 though? Oh, uh, maybe like 499. Okay, that's a lot. On booking.com 749. This Are they going to throw us far in the sanctuary sense. district if we go in and use yeah. the bathroom? If we go into the cliff, they're going to be like, you belong down the street at the sanctuary district. Uh, excuse me, I'm the sausage king of San Francisco, <laughs> Abe Froman. What the fuck? <laughs> so 9.5. Yeah. Uh, I am going to give this episode a 9.5. Yes! Uh, we're usually at least a half a point off from one another, but I think Josh hit it right on the fucking nail of the, right on the head of the nail this time. Yeah. Uh, this episode, the only thing that's keeping it from going from a 9.5 to a 10 is the fact that I feel like the future cutaways to like the current day cutaways to like O'Brien and Kira are somewhat superfluous. Like, Um, it's a fun little like reveal when Starfleet's not there anymore, but like everything else that they cut back to is superfluous. We yeah, don't need to see them figuring out. It's what not happens. exciting. It doesn't really. Yeah. It, it also takes away a little bit of the um, uh, pressure of the of like the concept of the episode. A little bit yeah. of this, the like. Um, yeah, because O'Brien's sort of like, well, I, I figured it out. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. if we don't know that people are figuring it out and they're coming to help them, that makes it, it makes so it much more yeah. impactful that they're trapped there. Yeah, it's worse, yeah. Um, and literally in the second episode of this, we get, like, the most, like, I referenced Rick and Morty earlier, but we get the most, like, Rick and Morty-ass fucking... Yeah, where they time they hop time to off. the same street, <laughs> and, like, people are being yeah. stereotypes of that time period there. <laughs> it's fucking... It's so stupid. It is uh, really dumb. But it's like, dumb. That's the, like, the only reason I don't give this episode as a 10 is I feel that that's kind Part of two, tacked yeah. one. Yeah. Um, the the two shot back and forth between like Dax's situation and Cisco and Bashir's situation is perfect. You don't need the future stuff. No. Um, I feel like whether like we talked about at the beginning of the episode whether this the writers meant to or not, and I'm gonna skew towards them not meaning to because mm-hmm. I don't think white privilege the idea of it was really widely examined in 1995. Yeah. But um, the difference between how Dax is treated and the, like, way she gets through the society and the way Bashir and Cisco are treated and how they get get forced to the society. I think even the fact that Dax is capable of using subterfuge to get through the society... 
really is, is, is like on a target. touching on that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, Whether they meant to or not, they hit it. Yes. They hit the nail on the head. The the way you get ahead is to be sneaky, right? Like, in white. In white. Yeah. We and were I, created I agree. to be that way by Doctor Yakub. <laughs> we use our trickery you... to get what we want. You're really in. You're in. You're full. I'm in on fully this. in. You're. This is. I'm this a five is... percenter now. <laughs> Um, don't look at actually look at stuff up. It's very fun. Oh um, man, oh, you're in for a treat. Uh, I feel like the acting in this episode minus BC is I thought he was really good. good. Even like the um, extras and stuff who are like um, showcasing the sort of like slow suffering. Yeah, there are some really sad shots. Of, like yeah, yeah, especially like the mentally ill folks who yeah. like the show made a good decision in showing the mentally ill folks as being a yes. very sort of like uh sad quiet version of it rather yeah. than like sensationalizing it right yeah oh, it's such a tight script really like bes- like even with the future parts like everything this could be really a movie plays. This, this could be a movie this yeah. uh, this show i mean obviously Absolutely. that's why it's two parts but like this is a movie man like this is a movie script there are parts of part two that I feel start to get a little kooky. Yeah, the the hippies, the time hippies, jumping. the time jumping, the yeah. Clint Howard's character. I forgot about him. I totally um, forgot about him until you referenced him earlier. I feel like this is the stronger of the two episodes. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I feel like they may have put a little bit more uh, into the end of this episode that was probably meant to be the beginning of the next one to create more of a cliffhanger. Yeah, which I think is smart. That was like a good idea to get. People yeah, you can in. always. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this is the stronger of the two. I guess we'll see after we watch it and I give it's, a review. It's been a lo- long time since I've seen these, so yeah. I I usually miss these when I don't know. Like I I know we both watch Pluto a lot and the yeah. Lines on a ton, but like I always I it's been a really long time since I've seen this these two. Pluto plays that Alan Moraine come along home episode so fucking much. What is with you just, that? You just happen to get it. That's the one you, it's like you're on the schedule. This is the Garrett Wang situation. It's, yeah. I just, every time I yeah. turned on Star Trek, it was the racist episode. <laughs> Lemon Meringue, Alan Meringue. Alan Meringue, come along home. Lemon Meringue, that's the best fucking joke in. <laughs> You're so smart, Josh. No, it's in uh, it's lower decks. Oh, okay. Well, you're not smart. Yeah, I still. Um, I mean, no, I. It's mine. This, this episode, mine. I feel like the we we have a new a new segment on the show that we started last episode called yeah. uh, "What Were We Supposed to Learn?" <laughs> Every episode of Star Trek has a moral at its core. Uh, some of them are a lot more obvious than others. Some of them are kind of stupid, actually. Yeah. And sort of contradict what Star Trek is supposed to be about, but that's what you get when you bring in new writers for every episode. Ha. <laughs> so, Josh, what do you think the moral of the episode was? Don't be alive in end post capitalist uh, America. <laughs> do, you, do you happen capitalism? to have a moral? 
Do you happen to have a moral of the episode that would help me at all? Uh, yeah. Um, go get a Defiant and then get a quantum-driven uh, cloaking device and zoop yourself back in time to, like... I'm, I'm feeling defiant to the fact I gotta listen to you like talk about 1985, this. when, like, you probably would have been fine. <laughs> I wouldn't have been born yet. Yeah, well, there you go. You're your own grandfather. I'm not trying to get involved in this family. Um, (laughs) Uh, No, I think the real moral, the one that I picked up that meant the most to me, I think, was the the scene where uh, Cisco like help like moves that guy's hand. Like it's so good. It's such a small moment, but it really does mean a lot. Like just respect. And gentleness and kindness and compassion. Yeah, common human decency. Yeah. Yeah. Just res- just have at least at least respect for people, right? Mm-hmm. At least. <laughs> I think the, the moral of the story, like I said, is the is the thread that continues throughout all of Deep Space Nine and comes up as the moral in a bunch of other episodes, which is uh you like the cost of utopia is eternal vigilance. Yeah. And this this episode shows the the pre-cost yeah. of utopia, like the struggle that can lead us to I think that's the moral actually. Forget I said something stupid. Here's the smart stupid. part. Yeah, here okay, do it do it. Yeah, take two. Here's the smart part. The uh, moral of this episode is that in order to achieve a future of equality, equity, and human understanding, there is going to be yeah. dirty, it's messy, yeah. horrible parts that we have yeah. to push through and suffer through. Discomfort pain, yep. suffering that we're going to have to go through in order to ensure that future. Yeah, we're not going to wake we up don't, tomorrow. Because yep. yep. if we don't, it's the slow suffering yep. of like the people trapped in that district. Yep. Like, we just languish we're all in, in the suffering and district. pain. Yeah. We have to come together and we have to do what is necessary yeah. to change the system. Even just recognizing that like maybe you don't have it, you know, as bad as somebody else, right? Like Yeah. Just a, a little bit of like yeah. human understanding yeah. between people, a little empathy. Yeah. Can go a long way. And it's it could be the first step towards realizing that there's a problem that needs to be fixed. Yeah. And there there are quite a few of them. Get yeah. your head out of your eyes. But I, I, I agree. Like, it's... You're not gonna... What? Huh? <laughs> what did you... Huh? Oh. So, sounded like somebody was talking about my ass. Always. Always. My ass! <laughs> my ass! Yeah. I don't know. This is a great episode. And uh, I can't wait to see Clint Howard in part two. Said the nobody. Star Trek man, Clint Howard. <laughs> Clint fucking Howard. Clint Howard was in TOS... TNG, yeah, he was the kid, yeah. Deep Space Nine, Enterprise. I wonder if he was in Voyager. He has to have been. He had the hat trick, though. I mean, I think after after TNG, that became a bit, right? Where, like, okay, now we have to get Clint Howard in here. Was Clint Howard in TNG is my question. In I Voyager? don't know. No, I'm thinking he may not have been in TNG. He looks, Let's find out together. He looks pretty good in his... 
in his baby outfit. <laughs> his headshot here that I'm looking at. He doesn't look so insane. Come okay, on, now. never mind. He looks nice. Come on, there. now. He's a beautiful man. Uh, no, nah, he was not in TNG. TNG. He was in TOS, Deep Space Nine, Enterprise, Discovery, and Strange New Worlds. Who the fuck was he in Discovery? Creepy Orion. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's his like name. <laughs> four or three or four. Yeah. He's uh, in Enterprise. He is, of course, a uh, Ferengi named Muck. Yeah, and Enterprise is great because he's like an idiot. <laughs> Damn, racism. <laughs> he's like a straight up idiot. This Ferengi, so dumb. <laughs> ah, we're not dumb. It's just, in Strange New Worlds, he plays a man named Buck Martinez. That's like, I mean, they, they have to get that that's funny, right? Like, that's the whole. Yeah, he has a tendency to use malafors, such as running up the flagpole and see if it quacks, <laughs> and a watch pot doesn't get the oil. <laughs> he was in he... Strange New Worlds Under the Cloak of War, which I didn't see. He needs to be in Lower Decks, just as Clint Howard, though. Like, Clint Howard goes yeah. to the future. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, Mr. Howard, we loved your movies. And we love like, ice cream, man. That's my brother. That's <laughs> my brother, Ronnie. Little Ronnie. He got so famous. <laughs> George Lucas's best friend. Look, guys. We need your help. Help. <laughs> For as little as a dollar a month, your money could go to help two fucking gross losers talk about Star Trek. Yes, bring us your latinum. Give us your latinum. <laughs> Stork and John again. We can't remember which one's which. I don't know. <laughs> we all look the same. What? I Holy mean, that's shoot. so weird. What the fuck? <laughs> this is this is orange face. <laughs> the uh, that's just my cream I wear it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash mclass podcast where all your dreams could come true. If your dreams are to hear more podcasts with us in them, Woo! or to see uh, the art that I make for every episode is high quality wallpapers. Woohoo! They're uh, great. The last one was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> That's my lifeblood. Yeah. Hearing people like my art. Um, yeah. But patreon.com slash mclass podcast for as little as a dollar get behind the scenes posts wallpapers of every episodes and access to a discord full of your fellow trek boys everything you could ever want but more money gets you more stuff and we like you more mm -hmm. that's the real reason <laughs> we would appreciate anything you have to pledge and it's worth it i hear yeah Head on over to mclasspodcast.com. The, the middleman for everything we do on the internet. Dude, like any good middleman, it it's always there for you. <laughs> I was really wondering where you were headed there. Like any good middleman. It's uh, mclasspodcast.com where you can see the newest episode art and uh, the summary and links to episodes... Uh, everywhere they're at, SoundCloud, iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, uh, links to the Patreon and email, merch if you're interested in that. Yeah, and, get a shirt with some latinum on it. And uh, an episode list of every episode we've ever covered, including links to each and every one of them. Um, 
Also, there's a link to a wiki that people are putting together for the podcast. I don't oh, know how that's it. going. I love it. <laughs> Thank you all, though. I hope you, Jork and Junt make it on there. You can, <laughs> you can see the current collection uh, with all the episodes we're going to be doing. And uh, little mini profiles of me and Josh with little photo pictures of us really being in Starfleet. Yeah, we are. Those are our actual ID photos for Starfleet. <laughs> they told us not to make faces, but we did anyway. Yeah, I don't... What is this, the fucking army? No. No. <laughs> oh, it kind of is? Oh, shit. No. What did we, what did we sign up for? Oh, fuck. I'm in the army now. <laughs> Starring... Polly Shore. Shore! The Weasel! <laughs> Dude, Desmond, uh, next kid was say, calling us buddy the other day, and we're like, "What are you? What are you hanging out with Polly Shore?" <laughs> but he's like, "That buddy," and we're like, "Polly Shore, man, calm down." That's a reference nobody yeah, under a certain age is gonna get. Yeah, he didn't know what we were talking about. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to Vitizen for the use of his track "Outer Space Race" for our theme song. Vitizen.card.co. That's two R's. Find Vitizen. Anywhere better music is sold on the internet, and you better be buying it, not downloading it, you fuckers. So good. Do it. Buy all of his shit. He's amazing. He rules. He's teaching me how to play bass. I love the man so much. Did he go, you gotta slap at the bass? Yeah. No. And then he was like, I gotta get home to my wife. Remember how you said you wanted to edit the podcast more? Yeah, more, I'll put more in a, more references like that in. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah can I fire myself? Yeah. Is that allowed? Nope. You're Thank stuck. you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of M-Class Podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. And until then, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! Bye. <laughs>
I'm mentally ill. What the hell?